The FT. A Chinese buyer looks set to acquire one of Portugal's biggest banks, Nova Banco, as Chinese companies expand their interest in European financial services. I'm Patrick Jenkins, the FT's financial editor, and I'm joined by Luigi De Vecchi, one of Europe's most senior bankers at Citigroup, and also Martin Arnold, our banking editor, to talk about the story. Martin, Nova Banco, which is the good bit of the former Besh franchise in Portugal, it seems that the bidding for that business is unofficially at least down to two, and they're both Chinese bidders. The two leading contenders are certainly the two Chinese groups, from what we hear. If either Fosun International or Anbang Insurance, which are the two Chinese groups bidding for Nova Banco, if either of them end up winning this deal paying a price of more than 4 billion euros for, as you said, the good bank that was carved out of the wreckage of Banco Espirito Santo, then it would represent the biggest investment by a Chinese group in Europe's financial services industry ever. You know, it's quite significant uh, what's happening here. Even though we're talking about Portugal, which is a relatively small market, obviously, symbolically, it's quite a big deal. Let me just go to Luigi De Vecchi, who joined us on the line from Italy. Luigi, thanks very much for sparing the time. What is the big picture here? This isn't the first interest that Chinese financial companies have shown in uh, potential European acquisitions. Paint the picture for us a bit more broadly. Sure. Well, I think you're absolutely right. This is not the first wave of Chinese interest in uh, especially Southern Europe. I would say that since the beginning of the crisis, we have seen American investors in general shy away from Southern Europe, and Chinese interest really in a series of attempts initially and then more formally in the last uh, couple of years, they've really come forward with a very clear strategic objective, which is to take advantage of what is, I believe, a unique geopolitical opportunity to essentially find a way to invest in what they perceive as a relatively cheap environment, when essentially they are now wanted politically, and they are in a position where they can acquire either minority interest, as we have seen in a few instances, or controlling interest in others. In particular, I think in relation to banks, As you say, this would be the largest investment to date, but it is true that they have been looking for some time. And you have to put this into the context of a world that for European banks is quite complicated at the moment with the ECB regulator that is still not clear how it will treat new acquisitions. And therefore, they can take advantage of that opportunity, which again is not a window that will be there forever. And again, they can potentially acquire control of some of these assets. So there's no question in your mind that these are strategic deals rather than short-term opportunism for financial gain. In that light, which other deals would you highlight as having been struck in that way? I think if you look really across Southern Europe, you could put into that context the acquisition of the Piraeus port by Chinese interest. In Portugal, there has been investment in utilities in the past, uh, minority interest. In Italy, there has been a sizable investment in a holding company of the electricity and gas grid. You know, this was an investment of north of $2.5 billion. And again, I can tell you that there has been quite a few different kinds of Chinese investors, ranging from some of the very successful Shanghai groups, uh, like Fuzun is an example, to state-owned corporations 
really looking at uh, opportunities in southern Europe. And this trend, I think, will continue because Chinese are seeing China slow down. And again, they're seeing uh, Europe at the moment being an attractive valuation uh, environment uh, where geopolitically they have uh, the backing they feel they need before they make investments. This has obviously been a slow burn, if you like, but it does remind me of the immediate post-crisis period where we saw one of the biggest other deals in the financial services sector when Ping An came in and bought a big chunk of Fortis, which didn't go so well. No, that's right. I think that, um, as always with these situations, the first situations are always the most complicated. I think Chinese interests have been looking at Southern Europe in particular. That obviously was a different situation for some time. I think they've learned from some of the initial, call it, uh, quote-unquote, mistakes. I remember a situation where I sold a company to Chinese interest, and I remember at that time this was a mid-sized company in the sort of $500 million business. It was a small Italian engineering company where they paid at the time a very significant and high multiple. I think they've learned since. I mean, we've seen uh, the recent acquisitions they have announced of the controlling interest in uh, Pirelli where essentially they're allowing the uh, Italian management to run the combined global company. It's been obviously the Volvo uh, situation. So I think they have evolved over the course of the last few years. And I have come to think of this really as a geopolitical move. I I called it in a different uh, situation, an equivalent plan to the one that the Americans after the Second World War put together for Europe, you know, the, the famous Marshall Plan. I'm really seeing some of the similar trends here where there is a geopolitical backing and there is a long-term interest. The Chinese prefer to talk about the silk route that they feel has always been in place between Europe and the Far East, and they're effectively rebuilding that tie that has been there for centuries. Uh, I, you know, Whichever way you look at it, this is a trend that is there to continue, in my view. And there will be, as you say, some mistakes, no question, but uh, there is a clear trend in this direction. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum.